0: Hey everybody, this is Chris from CSS Tricks with video screencast number 80. Wow, 80 episodes. I bet it's only, it's like February something, February 4th. We got 10 more, 11 more months to go here, so I bet we will hit episode number 100 in the year 2010. That's only one every other week or so, Uh, that's about what I've been averaging lately, so I think it's doable going to be exciting. Anyway, number 80, I think I'm going to title this one regarding wheel invention. So I'm kind of talking about that cliche phrase, reinventing the wheel. So when we talk about reinventing the wheel in web development or web design and development, we're talking about kind of recreating something that's already been created so there's different schools of thought and people think differently on this type of thing so i'm going to give a bunch of examples of where i've come into it i had i had one uh come up last summer and then I just kind of was thinking about it just recently again and I was going to do an article about it and then some another idea came up and it was related so I kind of just saved them up for this screencast so not a lot of demo-y stuff but uh, more like me just talking so let me open my web browser and I have open maybe you guys have heard of this called Gallery or Gallery 2 or Gallery 3 I think is coming out soon this is uh solution that's been a long time for creating a web gallery a web photo gallery on your own website the reason I have this up is I was at this wedding this past summer sometime in June or July or something in Florida it was a really nice wedding um, of people my age so like the nearly 30 age so, you know, some of us are, are kind of, you know, we're, we're kind of <laughs> hip or whatever still and into the technologies and all that. Um, they wanted to, of course, everybody has their camera, everybody's taking a million pictures. They wanted to have one singular home for all the pictures from the wedding, both professional photography and all the pictures that people took on their own. So that there would be, you know, not everybody has their own photo gallery, everybody has... Uh, a combined singular photo gallery so everybody can come to one place and check out everybody else's photos as well as their own so there was kind of a a younger kid there who's kind of getting into the web thing and I can't remember if this was his idea gallery or I don't think it was I think it was uh, a similar thing like this but it was kind of in my opinion even worse not that this is bad necessarily i just think so here's the deal it's like it's the full featured photo gallery it's got everything right it's got you can you can log in and sign up and there's a whole admin area for like approving people or not and you build galleries and sub galleries of galleries and every photo can be star rated and has its own comment thread and you know there's all kinds of permissions related to what different people can do and what which galleries they're admins of and not admins of and what are all those admin privileges and password protecting certain photographs and you know if it's a if it's something that should be in a photo gallery this is going to have it or this other one we we're looking it's going to have it it's it's software that just and i don't want to accuse it of having feature bloat because you know if I was going to take this um, for a client website, I mean, this this might be a good solution. And, and as a designer, I could go in and strip out some of that junk that isn't needed, and it wouldn't be a problem. So having more features than less is probably a good idea. But um, as it turned out, he went ahead and bought a domain name for this and kind of installed the thing on there and... You know, put some kind of theme on it that I thought was, you know, kind of ugly. But whatever, you know, if I go to a wedding, and I get away from it without having to uh, step in and create a website for it, that's sweet by me. So that this, you know, kid was was spearheading the project was fine by me. But of course, as it turns out, it was too. It you know, it didn't look good. It was complicated to people. People had to sign up before they could do anything, and they couldn't even figure out how to sign up. And uh, let alone upload all their photos and and organize them, and who's admitting this thing and is it working right on all browsers and all this stuff and it was it was a case if you ask me of reinventing the wheel it's it's uh too big of a solution for this thing it's like there's a lot of different photo galleries out there, and as we'll we'll kind of maybe you can see by looking at my open tabs, what we ended up doing was. You know somebody like me who's probably a little bit more experienced of a web developer than he was i stepped in and said you know you it would be the way easiest way to do this is to um use something that's already out there that is kind of known for its ease of use and stuff flickr i'll just go ahead and i'll make a public flickr group some of us probably already have flickr accounts and we don't have to install anything. People have their own accounts. They can upload their photos to that and just add them to this group, and everybody's good. And now we have 20 members, and everybody uploaded their photos there. There's hundreds and hundreds of photos in here, and it and it kind of worked perfectly. Well, what's the huge big difference between installing your own thing in this? Well, I don't know. People still need to learn how to use the software, and people... Uh, You know, there there may be some barriers still involved with that, but at least we didn't. You know, we don't have to worry about hosting and uptime and having a SQL database and admins and all this stuff. This was just a lot easier of a solution. So it's kind of a case where I think like a a really inexperienced web developer would be like, oh yeah, send me your photos. Well, uh, I'll I'll make a website. It'll be HTML and maybe we'll put a lightbox up or something. Then somebody a little bit better than them. Uh, steps in and be like, oh yeah, we'll have a database, we'll have MySQL, and we'll have a hundred features and ever, and then a really good developer, even better than those two, comes along and said, why don't you just use Flickr? <laughs> you know, it's a case of where not reinventing the wheel in this case uh, was just the way easier solution, and, and not even easier, but just better for everybody. Now, this might not be the perfect solution if you have a client. What if they want to have a web gallery on their site? They don't want to just ship people off to Flickr. Well, whatever. Flickr has APIs. You still might be able to use Flickr. um, But maybe something like Gallery would end up being a good solution for a client. So it's that balance of what's going on. This brings us to the kind of the the core, the meat of this whole reinventing the wheel concept is... um, there's some opposites. On one side, reinventing the wheel, as in doing something from scratch, writing it yourself, has, that, has, has control. You have a lot of control when you do it that way. And you could even say in this example that, that Gallery 2 is, is an example of, uh, 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 of, of, of using a pre-canned solution. If somebody was truly, truly anti-reinventing the wheel... Um, Or they were the opposite of that. You know, I'm I'm sorry to, this is weird and confusing, but a real hardcore might be like, I'm not even going to use gallery. I'm going to write a new photo gallery from scratch with PHP and MySQL and, you know, kind of truly do everything from scratch. Going that way means you have a lot of control. That's probably why that person feels that way is because they don't want to use this. They don't want to deal with this, the own set of abstractions that's been built by whoever wrote this gallery thing. They want to have full, full, full control. That's fine, I guess, you know. But if it means that uh, these people are going to have to wait two years before they can post their wedding photos, that's a little ridiculous. So... Uh, there's that. There's those. You know, the hardcores that want to write everything from scratch. They have the control. They're probably very smart people. Then there's the people who, 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 you know, absolutely don't want to. They want to find the absolute easiest possible way in the world to do this. Those people aren't going to have very much control. They're going to have to make a lot of compromises yada yada but it might be really quick whatever like everything in life probably the answer between these two you know i will not reinvent the wheel and i'm all about reinventing the wheel is a kind of a middle ground then there's this issue of so i mean you could say you could you could accuse me chris on css tricks of reinventing the wheel all the time i might have a post up on CSS Tricks that's about how to build a tabbed area. Somebody said, wow, that's just reinventing the wheel. Why, I mean, uh, jQuery UI already has a module for making tabbed areas. Why don't you just download jQuery UI and use that? Very true. If I you know, really needed to get up and going on a tabbed area instantaneously, I could do that, but... Then I don't really understand how these tabbed areas works. There's kind of a back and forth there. There's some advantages. There's that element of learning. When you decide you're going to reinvent the wheel, you learn how it all works. So we'll kind of revisit that concept as well. So we have this time issue, this control issue. We have the learning issue. And they both have their opposites on either end of this this wheel so anyway gallery ended up being a lot easier to use a pre-can solution like Flickr. let's take another little look at some opposite ends of the spectrums this website that we're looking at right now is a product by 37signals called campfire probably almost all of you have heard of 37signals and their products like Basecamp is a huge one for project management. Anyways, they make this tool, which is, looks a lot like Basecamp, but it's it's chat. The primary purpose of Campfire is for chat. I wonder if I can sign in quick. and Check out my Campfire account here. So I made an account for CSS Tricks to, to check this out while I was looking into some different potential chat-like solutions here. I made a room it was really easy you know how easy to use their software is it just has very little anything i made this room one and i think there's probably some some random chat in it um and i turned guest access on so so what's the deal here that i'm looking into making a chat solution on css tricks this Just using something like this, totally pre-canned solution, works great, probably has a lot more features than I could want to even deal with building all by myself. Um, So there's this, and then here's the absolute opposite of that, a tutorial that ran a few months ago on CSS Tricks where we absolutely reinvented the wheel. We wrote chat from scratch. Uh, so check this out. You know, you can, I'll I'll find the (laughs) demo button down here somewhere. Uh, and you know, it's kind of ugly. It just pops up this thing. Oh, we hit guest and, uh, uh, we've kind of have a really rudimentary chat room right here. So this is, you know, absolutely writing everything from scratch. This is using a totally pre-canned solution. One is reinventing the wheel. One is not reinventing the wheel. Um, in this case, having all these features, all this stuff with no work, I can get up and running in two seconds. And and look at this. I just wanted to point this out. I uh, took this URL, this you know this chat room, dropped it in an iframe, and chucked it right in the CSS Tricks frame. And check this out. We have a campfire chat room. Let me see if I reload the page here. If it'll what what what'll happen. Um, There's people currently chatting in here. I can go, dude, sign in. And I have this kind of CSS tricks branded chat area in two seconds with all kinds of great features um, just that easily. So this is a case of if I really wanted to get up and running with a chat solution in two seconds, I could use Campfire and just be done with it. And, and spend my time doing something else. But I didn't learn anything, whereas if I go with this solution, I have all this control, I'm learning how it all works. Oh, what is the right answer, people? Of course, a middle ground, right? It's, 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 if you have time, if you need the control, do it. Try to write it yourself. If you need to get up and running right away, use a pre-can solution. Uh, And then I was on James Pedolsi's site, you know him, we interviewed him like a while back, because he's such a genius on CSS tricks. He wrote this article, he found this, there's this guy named David Mark, who apparently um, is out in the the, the news groups of, of the JavaScript of the world. And apparently this guy's like a complete dickhead. You know, he just, um, he's very anti-JQuery, anti MooTools. And you know what? That's fine if you have that opinion. You've been developing, writing JavaScript for 10 years or whatever, and you're just not all about these newfangled libraries. That's fine if you, you know, if you aren't a jerkwad about it. But I mean, I think even without knowing anything, if you can't write a line of JQuery in your life, if you look at what the JPRIG project has done look at these huge sites using jquery it's not like the whole world is insane if you i don't know i guess some people could disagree with me of that with that but i i generally think if you if you're looking out the whole world and you think every single person out there is insane well it's probably you who are insane right anyway this guy you know uh you know james kind of bickers with him a little bit i don't think he chimed in on the conversation thread or anything but james is saying uh, some level of abstraction makes sense, and and um, que- clearly jQuery isn't an, an evil and bad thing. And uh, I think David feels like jQuery is reinventing the wheel. It's not needed. And, you know, if he wasn't a jerk, maybe he would have a point there, but I guess he is a jerk, so so screw him, but um you can kind of can you can you feel me there uh uh, jQuery it is reinventing the wheel in some way but it's making it easier while it's doing that I don't know I don't know and then I guess I, I would put James right in the middle of these two camps even though he's the one arguing against him right now who says yes jQuery is great he's the first person to admit that as far as I can tell here Although, he also criticizes people who only know jQuery and not JavaScript, so he would, he would accuse me of that for sure, because I'm not very good, personally, me, at writing uh, JavaScript all by itself. I'm getting a little better, but I'm more of a just, I just use jQuery. I like the jQuery thing, so that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. What do you guys think about reinventing the wheel? Is there other examples of this out there? Kind of maybe let me you know. I, there's comment threads for each one of these videos, so feel free to comment on this stuff. I feel like I, my thought process was a little loose here today, but it's something that's been going through my head a lot lately. These this this idea of just using a pre can solution versus versus you know trying to do everything from scratch. One more quick one. Uh, my mom works at a printing company. She printed "Digging Into WordPress," the book that's for sale um, that that I wrote about WordPress that you can go buy. Whatever, we printed it literally on paper at my, the company that my mom works for, Park Printing in Verona. And there's an IT guy there, probably a really nice guy. I know he's helped. Uh, my mom, with a number of things, so she's a really nice guy. But he, you know, his kind of his first impression was the of the book was, "Wow, well, can you, you know, can you really write 400 pages about WordPress?" You know, I don't think he knows that much about WordPress, but whatever, you know, my, my kind of reaction to that is, "Yes, absolutely, I can. I could write 4,000 pages about it. Probably, it was a matter of kind of trimming it down to make sure it wasn't that ridiculous. Nobody wants to buy a 4,000 page book." Um another one of his traits though he's kind of uh, I think he's a little bit of an older fellow is that is that he he he's one of these absolutely I need to reinvent the wheel or do everything from scratch kind of guy. So if they need some system at Park Printing so the customers can upload files, this is going to be something that he's absolutely going to write from scratch so he has complete control over the thing. And, you know, not to get up on anybody's face about this thing, apparently it's been a little bit of a problem because, you know, things move really slowly then and it's a one-man development team and it's like... We need a way for customers to send us files. How about a little something called FTP, you know? I mean, maybe it's not as perfect of a solution as like some customized web uploading thing that's really beautiful. But, you know, because you might have to train your clients how to use FTP. But it's, you know, it's right there. A lot of people know how to use FTP. It's existed for years. There's software that goes along with it. You know, it's generally fast. Uh, It's just one of these things like you you could just... Get on that right away and then maybe deal with a slow solution later. It just came up recently and it was one of these things like, man, do not reinvent the wheel on this. It's just not necessary. So tell me what you guys think about reinventing the wheel in the web design and development world. Okay, see you later, folks. Bye-bye.